Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about horse racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. We all want to protect our families, our homes, our businesses, and our health. CH Insurance provides the best personal and business coverage at the best value. You can trust the pros at CH. Here's who's in your corner. We have a really good team. We're always trying to help you in the best way as we can. The team makes the dream, right? And I would say that our our colleagues are second to none. We treat our clients like they're family. When it comes to protecting what's important to you, the pros at CH Insurance are in your corner. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and Jam and Beats. Log on to cnyjb.com and find them on Facebook and Instagram if you need a DJ today for your private party or wedding. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to associate sponsors, Rosie's Corner, Brewerton Ace Hardware, and our great friend Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today at advisors.massmutual.com. Okay, stop me if you've heard this before. I cannot stand Brian Cashman. Yes, this is a Yankee podcast. I'm sure you read the headline, and it is just unbelievable the amount of people who defend this guy, and it just does not make any sense. Now listen, I understand that it, it starts at the top. And ownership can always decide to you know, keep a GM or get rid of a GM. I, I am fully aware of that, and I blame Hal Steinbrenner as much as Brian Cashman because he could make that move. But the flat-out fact is, you know, 
he's nothing like his father. And I'm not saying that George was an angel and the best owner ever and all this other stuff, but I am saying that I would like to have a little bit of George in hell in terms of caring about the franchise, for God's sakes. It seems to me Hal Steinbrenner is all about Yes Network ratings, all about the you know sponsorship on the jersey, which I'll get to that in a couple minutes. That pissed me off too. And as I record this, that happened today. Um, so this is going to be a couple weeks old when you hear it, but I'm trying to get ahead of the game because I got another uh, kid coming in August or even before that. Um, so anyway, I, 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 would, I, I would like him to be a little bit more fiery. I'd like him to care a little bit more. He says the right things in public. He goes on all these shows and says that he, um, you know, understands the winning and, 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 and his dad and the fan base. But, but, but really you don't, because if you cared, you would have fired Cashman a long time ago. You would have been at least somewhat of a baseball guy. Now, George was a terrible, for the most part, baseball guy. He was a great businessman. And, you know, he brought in a few guys on his own in terms of baseball, right? Like Reggie Jackson, clearly a big time difference maker, brought in Catfish Hunter, he doled out all that money uh, in that regard, but he screwed up the entire decade of the 80s. He tried to trade, along with his goombas like Clyde King, tried to trade Jeter, tried to ta- uh, trade Mariano. He tried to trade Bernie. He tried to you know, not sign Bernie when he was a free agent. He almost went to the Red Sox. He tried to trade Pettit. Uh, Mariano Rivera almost went to Seattle for Felix Verbeen, for God's sakes. Um, Clyde King is quoted in the Joel Sherman book, right? Uh, <laughs> Yankees will never win with Derek Jeter at shortstop. So all those things looking back are absolutely hilarious. And I would say, though, that the overall tenure of George Steinbrenner, when you look at all those championships when he was owner and all the pennants and all the Hall of Famers and all of the division titles and all of the 100-win seasons and all of the success, even with firing and hiring Yogi and Billy and, you know, the stupid ultimatum they gave Joe Torre in the end, uh, all these different things, you would still, as a fan, take that. And look, as a Yankee fan, I will say overall, my lifetime, I have been spoiled. Of course I have been. But there's a different standard when you have those resources, you have that network, you have 250 to $300 million to play with, you do not have a salary cap. I'm not saying you have to win it every year, but by God, I just want roster construction so that you can compete for a championship. And right now, as I record this, a couple of weeks from the month of August, and you're going to hear it in the first week of August, the Yankees are nowhere near a championship. And I'm going to start with Cashman. Cashman is the problem. He is the A number one problem. He always has been. One of my big pet peeves with Brian Cashman, actually, there's a million of them. I'm not even going to say one of them. I'm just going to list them. (laughs) And they're in no particular order. Number one is Brian Cashman has a wicked, wicked ego. Super arrogant. Um, and he cannot recognize his mistakes. Instead, what he does is he hangs on to players too long and, you know, hopes that they turn it around. Look at how long it took them to DQ Aaron Hicks. You know, the Yankees gave him a boatload of money, almost $90 million, you know, over a six, seven year period to do literally nothing and be hurt all the time. But they hung on to him forever. Now he's in Baltimore. Now he's thriving. Shocking. Uh, all he had to do was get out of New York, grow a beard and care more about baseball than, you know, than he did before. But Cashman couldn't see that. In fact, they hired him because of analytics. That's another problem. Too many analytics in the organization. Uh, They hired Hicks based solely on defensive metrics, and it was an absolute bomb, right? The other thing is Cashman, you know, look, I I, I would, by the way, to add one more thing to that, I would like him to be a little bit like Howie Roseman of the Eagles in in, in the NFL and recognize a mistake, boom, move on from it, and here we go. Like Carson Wentz, for example, right? Like, these different mistakes that he's made, he has recognized them. He has admitted those publicly, even with the media and fans. None of that happens with Cashman. He never admits any mistakes. He never does. All these people defend him. Read a great column earlier today by Joel Sherman on the pressure and Cashman. 
constructing a roster. Wow, I've been on this for 15 to 20 years. He doesn't know how to construct a roster. And a lot of it comes from the inability to stay away from injured players. Why in the world, with injured track records, do you go signing huge money for a Carlos Rodon when all that guy has been prior to well, just a year ago? It's not even like he was hurt three, four years ago. It's not even like Shohei Otani in the beginning of his tenure where he you know, had Tommy John and now he's healthy all the way. It's not like it's five, six years ago. This is a guy who was just recently hurt a ton as, as recently as, what, two years ago. They gave him all that money. What was it, $160 million? In what world? Luis Severino. I mean, I would have been done with Luis Severino two, three years ago at least. I mean, go back to like pre-2020. I mean, wasn't the writing on the wall then? Instead, he's gotten hurt over and over and over and over again, but they keep committing to him. They keep throwing him in the rotation. They keep saying, well, when we get Seve back, nothing's going to happen when you get Seve back, man. He has that one big splash, and then he either gets injured again or he gets hit like a pinata a ton. Then they move him down to the rotation. There's talk about the bullpen, and then he just disappears again into the abyss. He gets injured, whatever the case may be. Meanwhile, I would have done anything to get rid of Gary Sanchez as well. However... What came back in that trade? Well, Josh Donaldson was a part of that group. Ugh, terrible, right? Mm. Josh Donaldson is a joke. He is a shell of himself from his MVP days. He is an absolute nightmare to watch baseball, uh, watch play baseball. He is horrible. And he's 37, again, old, decrepit, injured, and makes too much money. So the Yankees get Josh Donaldson. They paid him $26 million last year to absolutely crap the bed. And then this year, he's really, he's crapping and wetting the bed this year, right? But, oh, the elite defense and the bat speed and all this sort of thing and the fire of Donaldson, they need, well, he sucks, okay? He's terrible. And he's always freaking hurt. DJ LeMahieu, well, Cashman, that was one of his big things, right? One of his huge gets. Fast forward into now, how does that look, really, right? Because... I don't see DJ LeMahieu anywhere near the DJ LeMahieu from the first year or two when he was a New York Yankee. You know, he's not moving well. He's not swinging the bat well. Uh, he's hitting like 220 as I record this, right? And when you look at all the deals that DJ LeMahieu has made uh, in, in his career in terms of financial gain, salary, etc., you know, DJ LeMahieu is wildly overpaid. DJ LeMahieu was signed, um, you know, by, by the Rockies. The Yankees get him. And he's 30 at the time. And you thought maybe it was a steal. And everybody came at me, I remember, at that time when I was crucifying Cashman. Dude, come on, look at LeMahieu. Cashman's a genius. Well, at that time, with that move, it did look pretty good, didn't it? But then the Yankees continued to keep going and going and going and going with him. After the toe injury, look at this situation now. You could have easily DQ'd LeMahieu and called up Peraza, tried him out at, you know, I don't know, second played Volpe at short, you know, you got Rizzo at first, um, I would release Glaber Torres as well, or even put Peraza at third, you know what, do that, right, keep Glaber, I don't care, for, for, until he's done, because I think he's a free agent at the end of the year, right, just go Rizzo, Glaber, um, you know, Volpe at short, and then and then around the horn ending at third with uh, with Peraza, I, I, I don't care what it takes, right, but like DJ LeMahieu is on the books for three more years at $45 million, what is happening? What on earth is going on? These guys are all injured. They're all old. I did a podcast and I did a ton of videos on this not too long ago. I was warning people about the disaster that is the Yankee roster 
aging quickly. Not a lot of people wanted to listen to me. One thing that I'm always right about, I'm sorry, is the Yankees. I predict games wrong. I predict them right. All sports, all teams, my favorite teams especially. I get some, you know, and I, and I lose some. But that's a prediction business. It's just that that's just the prediction business, period of discussion. The Yankees, I have not really been wrong that much in the last 25, 30 years. And I'm not puffing my chest. I'm just telling the truth. You know, I mean, if you go back to postseason series and predicting and this and that, I mean, you know, 2009, the season started, I called it that they were going to win the World Series because they still had an unbelievable team. They added CeCe Sabathia, and I was like, there it is. They need an ace. They added Burnett. They needed a middle rotation guy, and they added freaking Mark Teixeira, right? And I was like, eh, Teixeira, da-da-da. In fact, the year before, I'm at Yankee Stadium on Old Timers Day with my dad, and we're sitting in the right field bleachers, and, and Teixeira just hits this missile, and he was with the Angels at the time, and I... And my dad's listening to this right now. I know he is. And I turned to my dad and I said, he's going to be a Yankee next year. And bang, voila. Now, was Teixeira a great Yankee? No. But he was a serviceable, decent dude who was a damn vacuum at first. But this team is just injured, 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 injured. So now you have LeMahieu, who's got three more years left. This is ridiculous, okay? And let's keep moving on through the roster. This roster is awful. It's awful. Everybody is always injured. They're always injured. Harrison Bader. My God, they traded Jordan Montgomery, a lefty pitcher, for a guy who was wearing a boot. He couldn't even walk. He had a boot. Terrible. And he's gotten injured multiple times since. How are we doing with Giancarlo Stanton? Giancarlo Stanton. $30 million a year to be injured all the time. And Giancarlo Stanton is age 33. You know how many years you have left on that contract? Do you think it's one year? Do you think it's two years? Do you think it's three years? Do you think it's four years? It is five more years. My God. And it's easy for people to go, well, wait a minute. At the time, it looked really great. Why? Why did it look so great when the Yankees got him after 2017. You know, oh, he just won an NL MVP. And the Yankees already had Judge in the pipeline. John Carlos Stanton's the same player. Power. At the time he was. Aaron Judge is way more of a complete player when healthy now. But at the time, they were the same player. So why double dip? Why? Because the Marlins are going to pay him, you know, pay X amount of money. You know? I mean, because the Marlins are going to pay $10 million in 2026 and another 10 in 2027 and another 10 in 2028 if the Yankees, you know, decide to do the buyout and all the rest. I mean, there's a team option of $25 million, but, you know, you could, you could definitely dump them at that point. But, my God, I mean, five more years of this, of what, hitting 220 and 200 and playing 60 games a year? I mean, ah, wow. Did Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter absolutely pancaked Cashman on that one, right? All these injuries. What a freaking joke. Coming up next, I'm going to get into more Yanks baseball and, of course, the sponsorship on the jersey, and I'm going to explain why I hate it next on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by our great friends over at the Al and Angus Pub. Grab the best darn Angus burger in town. If you're in and around central New York before and after all the big events on Harrison Street, hey, the Al and Angus Pub gift cards are always available as well. And be on the lookout on Facebook and their new Instagram page. Make sure you follow them and like them on both of those. They've got new swag coming out as well. The Allen Angus Pub is a proud 
ML Sports Platter sponsor. And thank you also to Bonnet Sales and Service, Camilla's Golf Club, and our good friends over at the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group. ML Sports Platter back with you. We are brought to you by Brewerton Ace Hardware. Inside and outside your home, make sure you head on over to Ace because it's the place in the rewards program. They are fantastic. Patio sets, grills, and pizza ovens, and more. I get all my pool supplies there, and I just bought a couple of garbage cans at Ace. I'm there at least two or three times a week, sometimes a minimum of five, because I always need something. At Brewerton Ace Hardware, Route 11, in front of the Brewerton Bridge, and make sure after your visit, you go grab a slice of pizza at Rosie's Corner, just up the road as well. Okay, so a few trolls. I muted one on uh, Twitter, and yes, Mike Nuzo, one of my beloved buddies out in the Capital Region, if you're listening to this, I would lump you in as a troll. I love you to death, though, bud. Um, the Yankees are now sellouts. They are sellouts. And I am, first and foremost, I'm all for evolving. I'm all for change, if it's good. I'm all for all of those things. If it's right. In baseball, I've been charging towards the pitch. I have been adamant. I have been fighting for the pitch clock for three or four years. I want kickoffs removed in the NFL. I want college football to remove, you know, getting the clock stopped after every first down. There are things that make sense. I was all for removing the blue line in hockey. You know, the two-line pass. All for it. All for it. And I just, if it makes sense, great. If it doesn't, eh. I mean, Star Insurance is now on the patch of the Yankees. This is not European soccer, man. Okay? They've been doing this crap for a long time. This is the Yankees uniform. Much like the Dodgers and the Giants and the Tigers and the Cardinals and all of these awesome, awesome, awesome uniforms. This is the one area, man. You just can't tinker with it. You just can't do it. And I am so disgusted. Look, the Nike logo on the front of the jersey is enough. That 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 makes me sick as well. Just put it on the back of the jersey and 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 you know, back of the jersey below the MLB logo and then the pants. You know, just just put it on the pants up above the ass, man. This is insane. What, 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 what are the Yankees now? Real Madrid? Liverpool Football Club? This is the Yankees. I would have been way more... You know what they should have done? And this is Hal Steinbrenner. Ratings grab, cash grab, all that stuff. Doesn't care about the tradition. Doesn't care about winning games. Let's just keep pouring in more money. I would have almost been way more a fan of Star Insurance Field at Yankee Stadium. Just name the field after it. And then put Star Insurance... Can't you put three logos on the field instead of putting it on the freaking most famous baseball jersey in history? I'm disgusted. It just, it makes me sick. Everything that's going on, hail the ownership, Cashman the GM, the freaking logo on the jersey, they are embarrassing. They have completely and utterly butchered the franchise. Now, you want to come back to me and go, well, yeah, but Mike, they were one of the last four teams standing last year. That's not the point. And by the way, they got embarrassed by the Astros. They might as well have been just, you know, a, a simple dinky wildcard team and losing like right away because is it worth it to go to the ALCS when you can't even show up? Probably not. They have become one of the biggest jokes in baseball and in sports. Hal, 
Cashman, and the puppet idiot clown Boone, they are a mess. It is the Bermuda Triangle times 10, and I am tired of it, and they need to clean house, and I am sick of doing these shows. I'm sick of recording the videos. I'm sick of recording, of writing the articles. I'm sick of watching the games. I'm sick and tired of it. I have had enough. This is the least amount of baseball I've watched in my entire life this year because the game still stinks, still artificial, bigger bases, ghost runner, all that horse shit, all of it. But the Yankees are my favorite team, okay? If you think for a second, well, you say you're a Yankee fan. Yeah, you're supposed to be objective in my industry, okay? But I do throw my subjectivity around. Go follow me on social media. Look at the Yankee stuff I have. Enough. (laughs) You would never question my fandom, okay? The amount of interviews that I have had with the Yankees greats of the past, uh, give me a break. Bobby Richardson, Bob Shepard, Jeter, Rivera, Posada, Pettit, you know, Cleet Boyer, right? I mean, Dave Winfield. I keep going and going and going. On and on it goes. On and on it goes. Whitey Ford. It is, I, I just can't, I can't believe it. And you know what? To add more fuel to the fire, the Yankees retiring these numbers. I mean, they have cheapened and ruined the franchise. It's it's unbelievable. And that's no disrespect to Jorge Posada, Tina Martinez, Paul O'Neill. No, 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 no. Great players. Amazing, amazing soul, heart and soul dudes from the 90s dynasty. No question. But with all due respect, they're not Ruth, Gehrig, Mansell, DiMaggio. Those, those are the retired numbers. Whitey Ford, Yogi, okay? Derek Cheater, Rivera. Th- those are the numbers. Retired jerseys are Jordan, Gretzky, Bobby Orr, those kind of guys. Enough. Franchise is just, be- they're exhausting. And I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, they make me sick to my stomach. They really do. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And I want to throw a quick tip of the cap thank you out there to associate sponsors, Rosie's Corner, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Camilla's Golf Club, and Bonnet Sales and Service. They're the door specialist. If you're in and around Central New York, when your garage door fails, call Bonnet Sales family-owned and operated for over 50 years. They go all over Central New York, Onondaga and Oswego counties and more. And hey, they'll give you a free estimate for your garage door as well. The door specialist, bonnetsalesandservice.com. This is the ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube